Man, I can't believe that happened. Yeah, that, man, that was crazy. Oh, okay, okay. Here, here's the next customer. Yeah. Hey, man, how you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good, man. Where you come from? I'm just down the street. Good, man. Can I grab your ID from you? Uh, yeah, sure. Perfect, thank you. you anything to drink tonight? Uh, no, not right now. Nothing? No. Nope. No pre-drinking? No. Nope. Nothing to eat? No. Nope. You weren't eating anything? I mean, I, had a, I grabbed a bite earlier. What'd you have? I had a burger. How long ago was that? An hour ago. An hour ago. Nothing to drink? No. Alright, man. Have a good night. Go on in. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How old are you? Uh, 18, 19. Ah, interesting. Get out of here. <laughs> and welcome, everybody, to the Bouncerpedia podcast. This is Mandy. And Jeff. And we're back with another episode. You know, this week's episode was a little bit delayed. But uh, it's a good one, you know, it's uh, something that uh, we're both passionate about, something that we're going to talk about um, in, in good detail, because uh, it affects anybody working in security. Yeah, I was going to say, it's one of those things that, you know, no matter which kind of security you do, you do wire security, event security, um, building security, it's going to affect pretty much anybody. Yeah, you know, so like something that we do talk about, um, we just want to make sure that we talk about is everything about Yeah, balancing. the good, the bad, everything. Yeah. Um, this is kind of one of those not so good parts of it. For sure, you know, I, I think going into it, I think a lot of people don't understand all of the risks. So mm -hmm. what we're going to talk about is uh, health thing, health problems or concerns that happen with working security. Yep. Right. Um, so I know one main thing is I think the biggest thing actually about this is that the lack of sleep that we for sure. Okay. That is 100%, I think, the biggest thing that affects uh, all security um, between continental shifts um, and, you know, two jobs, like, trying to plan a life. Yeah. Your, your sleep is minimized. Yeah. And it, it, it's a hard one. And unfortunately, you make up that sleep with caffeine. And that is not the best for you. The nuts we usually drink. It's true. You know, so like, yeah, like a lot of people would work the full day-ish yep. of, of work, go home, have dinner, if you have time, and then go back to work. Yep. Some people even don't get that luxury that you just have to pick something up fast food on the way. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it's like you would be up until, sometimes you shift or start at eight, and you have to go until three, four in the morning. Yep. And then if you go for breakfast. Yeah. And you try kind of wind down like it's like a 20 21 hour 22 hour day true um and it's very it, it is like a big concern um uh, because yeah a lot of times people if you were lucky you didn't have to work the next day mm -hmm. in the morning i wasn't one of those people i definitely had to get home maybe to take like a quick power nap because i had to be yeah. back to work by like 7 8 in the morning and then start my day and then so I do it all over again for Saturday. Yeah. So you definitely lose a, a lot, a lot of time actually. So um, it's it's very difficult. It actually takes a toll on your body. You don't realize it because a lot of times we would use Sunday as our day to catch up on your sleep. recovery day. Yeah. But you also in that same regard, you're losing the whole day because you're passed out for most yeah. of it. Yeah, you don't make plans Sunday. It's that's just my day. That is, I'm going to sleep for 15 hours. Yeah, and then kind of cram everything you need to do all weekend in. 
It's true. So, with that being said, you know, there is lots of, like, health concerns that happen with mm -hmm. just not sleeping properly. Um, so, being, like, sleep-deprived sleep or having sleep deprivation. Yeah. Screw, first of all, it screws up your internal clock because you don't know if it's daytime, nighttime, when you're supposed to be sleeping. Yeah, your whole body goes crazy. It doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, and you do it long enough. You never really get used to it. No. You just have that one day to try to recover from it. Mm -hmm. Right? Um... But it does actually cause different problems. So I'm going to go through a couple of them and we'll yeah. talk about them. Sure. Um, so the first one is with lack of sleep, because you're not thinking everything through, you actually have impulsive behavior. Mm -hmm. So you do things more on instinct yeah. rather than thinking things through properly. Like, like hitting someone in the face because they shoved you. Yes. Yeah. So well, it's not like I know anyone who's ever done that, but I remember this guy who punched one of our other security right in the balls and he was winding up to go for another cock shot. Oh yeah. <laughs> it could have been the sleep deprivation. It could have been. It was a Saturday, so it was like <laughs> <laughs> it could have just been that you know, you were trying to hit some guy in the dick who was wearing pants and you know, dick's a dick. That, you know, at the end of the day, I guess so. <laughs> so <laughs> um, but yeah, so you know, I think a lot of times you're tired, being impulsive, and then mm -hmm. people add in energy drinks. A lot of energy drinks. A lot. I know. I used to do five sometimes at the house at night. I would literally get there. Five cans? Yeah. No way. Within like that six, seven hours, I'd get there, I'd get some ice in my mug, I'd pour two in right away, and pretty much chug them within like five minutes yeah. yeah and then Nicole and Chris would get there um, Chris would come down he'd bring a bunch of Red Bulls me and Nicole and Chris would sit in the office chat drink one that's three I'd yeah. probably have another one around midnight and then if the bartenders had any leftover at the end of the night if they didn't pour I'd fucking drink those too really? yeah okay yeah. I know at the beginning I used to buy one to come to work mm -hmm. and then I'd have it usually it was a monster so some bigger can oh, fuck. I don't know how people drink monster I they are disgusting the only good one I like is the mango something or other that, that's our mango name. loco yeah that's, that's newer yeah it is back in the day when I would drink no it. it's just that green one and like the blue and then the sugar free ones came on that white can that everyone loves now Yes, that's the one I was having. It was sugar-free, but it's actually full of aspartame. It was actually yeah. just as bad for yeah. you. Um, but it still just tastes like chemicals to me. See, that one I, I like, it was okay with because it tasted like lemonade. I think it was a lemonade flavor. Really? Oh, no. So I like lemonade, so that was like a good one. Um, but yeah, definitely got that white can, drink it, and then I noticed like I would get gut rot. Yeah. Because the lack of sleep and then eating anything just gave you gut rot you felt like garbage what's that and like what you said before is most of the time what's in your system if you're lucky maybe some fast food yeah usually so you have your your shitty fast food mixed in with your fucking your energy drink your stomach's not happy no it's stressed it's very we didn't drink a lot of water back then no I never drank water back then no not like the four liters. I, no, 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 exactly. <laughs> and I was like, I don't drink two liters in a day. Like, my body's like dehydrated as shit, and I feel it. 
Yeah, you know what the interesting thing is as well is when I look at pictures of back in the day, mm-hmm. of like doing security, I never looked healthy. Oh. And like now, now realizing the behaviors I was doing, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, okay, like I wasn't healthy, but you you seem like you're happy and, and you like go to work, yeah. joke around, but like you're probably at the most unhealthy the part for sure. Yeah, for sure. Like that same thing. Like I've looked back at pictures when I used to work security at Sun Life, and that job was sitting for twelve hours a day yeah. with a patrol here and there. So like you walk around for maybe an hour in that twelve hour shift. It's just like shit. And then you go home, you sleep, and you roll over again. Like there's no exercise. There's no good eating. I didn't drink water all the time. Like it was just it was shit. Yeah. Like going back to the impulsive behavior, like it's kind of like you're on autopilot. You're just 100%. doing things because you know yeah. you need to, not because you're thinking it through. Yeah. It's more of a muscle memory of same thing, different day, same thing, different day, like yeah. Groundhog Day. Yeah, it's the same thing over and over again. It's funny you say that because, like back then as well, like you have the the regulars, but that was when I was at Revolution, and you had like fifteen hundred of regulars, so you kind of get to know everybody that like, oh, I know you, I know you. And it's the same conversation, like, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it yeah, going? how's your week? What do you know? Do, 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 do. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, good, fine. That's where I go, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, bye. Like, you never really cared. You're just, like, yeah. going through the motion. You definitely never cared, because you don't care about these fucking people. There's some regulars at a bar. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, let's talk to you just to get in quicker. Yeah. I think they become your friend. Yeah, pretend to be a friend, you know? I always hated that. I hated, one thing I hated though, the side note, is when you wouldn't hear from somebody until, until Friday they, night. Yeah, when they needed that, that in. So they, then, they're, then they're the nicest person to you because yeah. on Friday night. Oh, hey, how you doing? I've talked to you so long. Oh, we should totally catch up. By the way, I'm coming tonight. Any chance you can get on guest list and this and this and this? Uh, yeah, okay, I'll get back to you. That I never did, and then they come and like try and find me when I was on Bravo or something. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, no guest list closed. Nothing I can do about it. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was too bad. But you message me. Maybe we'll we'll catch up. Yeah, yeah, for sure we'll do that. Yeah. And then they don't hear from until they need something again. No, I think that was always interesting when they would do that because then you're like, okay, like, like I'm. I yelled at somebody once. Like, I just lost it. I was yeah. like, like, why do you only message me on Fridays? Why is it that, like, a Friday comes and that's when you message mm-hmm. me? Why, why not on Monday? When you don't need anything, you just want to, like, actually see if I'm dead or alive. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, was that an impulse thing? Maybe from lack of sleep? I think so. Because usually Fridays is the time, like, everything, you kind of, like, caught up on your sleep, but Friday, you know you have a longer mm-hmm. shift, so you just... By like five o'clock, you're an autopilot. You yeah. know, you have to go to your next job, get ready. You know, you have 12 hours of work left still. Yeah. Before you go back to bed for a few hours and start all over again. Yeah. So I definitely get that. Uh, so, okay. So that's the first one mm-hmm. is being impulsive. Yep. The next one is having anxiety. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Um, I think so. most people don't know how to tell they have anxiety. Mm, I yeah. think majority of people do. And they just 
don't realize it. I think, I think the thing is as well is you're, when you're sleep deprived as well, you are anxious the entire day because you, it's you, especially when you're at work because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't yep. know if a fight's going to happen, you have to go do something. So you're always anticipating and thinking about it the whole time. Yeah. Some nights, nothing might happen. But until that three o'clock, it's like the bell hits. Mm-hmm. And oh, okay. Until you break the fight and go, okay, it's done, it's over with. And your whole body can relax. I was always so tense of like, ready to just snap and move and run, defend, do something. Yeah. That my body was constantly like built up pressure, ready to explode like a spring. Yeah. And it's, Back then, yeah, you don't think about it because you're just like on autopilot. Yeah. But yeah, anxiety was a thing. Mm-hmm. Like I'd just be like, I know something's gonna happen. Like yeah. you're always anticipating. Well, it. It's the worst of like you've been watching these people all night long, these little bumps, little shoves, the looks, and now you're just waiting for this fight to explode. Yeah, you're just you're waiting for it. Yeah, and then it doesn't happen, and then it's like, what the fuck? I spent all my energy waiting for this to happen. Like, not because I wanted to get in a fight, just because I knew I had to react to it. Yeah. But it's, it's really no way to live, to, to be like no. that, to be like, oh, like something's gonna happen, so I need to, need to just keep thinking about it, be ready, and know I need to jump in any second. <laughs> and doing that for so long kind of makes it a permanent thing in you. Yeah. Like, I know for me, for instance, I, I went out a couple days ago, and as soon as I saw people arguing, like, right away, I was going to react. I was like, no. Mm-hmm. I had to, like, catch myself, like, no, this is not, this is not my thing. Not my thing. I got to, I got to just relax. I got to try to ignore it. Yeah. Yeah, but that kind of turns into the, um, you can't turn the bouncer in you off. Yeah. You can't stop being worried about security like when I went out with my girlfriend she knows I sit in the back to a wall and facing the door yeah it's like the other day we went out for breakfast and she's like I asked my where do you want to sit she's like well you're going to want to sit here so you can face the door I'm like yep that's true she's like well, I'll sit here then I'm like this is great she knows that like that's one thing I can't turn off and like anytime someone comes in, I stare them up and down, and I can't turn it off. It's funny. Mine does that as well. She knows that I like have my back to a wall, so I can <laughs> see everything. Yeah. So like she makes a conscious effort to be like, oh, you can sit yeah. here. Yeah. But like every time she knows the door opens, my eyes dart up, and I stare someone up and down. Yeah. I don't think that'll ever go away. No, but that's like an anxiety thing yeah. that we have. It just doesn't go away anymore. Yeah. Now you're just always thinking that someone's loud, in loud, loud noises, clinging in a restaurant. Like, most people are just curious on what it is. Mine is like, something's happening. Someone's dropped a, a dish. Someone bounced into a server. Like, okay, something bad's happening. Yeah, okay, you know what? That's interesting you say that. Because you know when you, when you hear... When you go to a restaurant and you hear a glass break, you think it's a fight. Yep, 100%. I always, I'm like, there's yeah. a fight. And I'm like, no, no, like, I'm at Boston Pizza or something, you know? Yeah, like, but it's never just like a casual look over. It's like a shock, like, like explosive, go. like, 
yeah. almost jump out of my seat. People think I got scared by it. Yeah. But it's just a reaction. Mm. It's like that, that fight or flight reaction of why it is to go towards that that thing. Yes. It's very true. Like like I said, like a couple of days ago when I was like in a bar and like those things happening, like I knew a fight was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Like I stopped what I was doing, I was like just focused on what was going mm-hmm. on there, like I clenched my fist, I was like, No no, you need to stop. I was like, this is <laughs> it's so hard. Yeah, this it's is so hard. This is not a me thing. Like, even even you go to like a restaurant, like it's got the bar and you're sitting in like the bar of it. If people raise their voices and you're like, fuck is drunk, like, it's, it's, it's on, like, it's almost going down, and, like, your whole body's tense, your heart rate kind of starts elevating, you're, you're trying to think, like, what's going to happen, what are you going to do, and then you have to click out of it of, like, nothing, I'm going to do nothing, yeah. I'm going to sit here and do nothing, yeah. and it's so hard to turn that switch off, even for that, like, few minutes. Yeah, because, like, when that happened, my instinct was to get up yep. and, like, get in the middle of it, start pushing people out the door, like, get in and out. And I was like, no, this is, this is not my thing. Not, I was like, oh, I'm on a date right now. Like, I need to focus on what I'm doing, like, have fun. But, like, at that, at that for that, like, 10 minutes of that stuff, I was like, oh, like I couldn't, so I couldn't focus. Um, yeah. And I went from, like, being all chatty and stuff to kind of being quiet because mm-hmm. I was like, like, you know, like, you're in that mode. Yep. So... And like, yeah, like, you know, that's something you just can't get rid of. You're always anticipating, so that's sure. where the anxiety comes it, from. It raises your blood pressure. It raises your, it takes away from what you're doing. Yeah. Um, your heart rate goes up, and it kind of ruins the time of whoever you're with. Sadly, because now for that 10 minutes, you're just kind of not there. Yeah. It's true. It, it's, it's hard. I've been working on it. I try to. Yeah. But it's just doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. For doing it for so long, you're just like, instantly, you're like, yeah, okay, I gotta yeah. go. Gotta go. Over half my life has been security. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's very hard mm-hmm. to be like, oh, I don't care about that. Because yeah. you do. And, and even, you have nothing to do with it, but you care. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. You can't, can't turn it off. No. As much as as much as I'd like to ignore the the sound of the dish breaking, I can't. Yeah. And so yeah, so we, coming back to what we're talking about, that is from so many years of being sleep deprived that we've created this anxiety in mm-hmm. ourselves of something's gonna happen so we have to yep. do it. So yeah. That's like the downside of, of what we've sure. done to ourselves. The next one I I don't really relate to, but apparently it's one of them, so um, it's depression. Yeah. When when your life is made up of working and sleeping, um, you don't see the sun much. It's all night shifts. Yeah. yeah I, can, I can understand where you can get depression from it, especially if like you have that shitty office like security job where you just fucking hate it. It's boring. It's shitty work. And that's just what your life's made up of. Yeah, it can be depressing. Um, yeah, I know it was for people we worked with. I know they would tell me that they're depressed yeah. and this and that. So I have to give them like time off so they can just go like live their life. Yeah, have, have that day off. Yeah, have the life. Yeah, 
I know for me, back in the day, I didn't take that time off. No. It was always like, yeah, need to work, need, need to go to my regular job, need to go to mm -hmm. the night job, and then come home, and then I miss everything. I think maybe that's when maybe it a little bit set in, like, hey, I missed, like, a good event for my family or friends. There's so and many things. And, it, like, we, we've talked about it before where it sucks to look back and realize you've missed so much for a part-time job. Yeah, that we don't have anymore. Yeah, that in the end, they didn't care about us. They didn't give a fuck. No. Even even as a manager, like, I've looked back and like, I missed a lot of events and things with friends and family that I should have gone to. I should have figured out a way mm -hmm. to make it work. And I could have. I 100% could have. Yeah. I We had a great management team. I had great staff where I could have made whatever I want work. Yeah. But I didn't. I think that's like the difference between when we were doing it and the new generation of people is that we took it seriously as yeah. a job. Like, I need to be there to help this everybody. This is my job. I take off the limited amount of time possible. Yeah. And rearrange my life to fit around the, the job. Yeah. Where now, the new generation is, I'll take as much time off as I need because yeah. this is just a part-time job. Yeah. And maybe they were right. Like, that's how we should have been a little bit too. I think, yeah, it definitely needs to be 50-50 of us and them. Yeah. Because their work ethic now is fucking terrible. Yeah, they, they, they're like swung obviously a little bit too far if they don't care about anything. Yeah. They don't care if they lose their job or not. Yeah. The, Which is sad, but it is what it is. Yeah, until you can't find anyone for a job. Yeah. This is true. Like, even now, it's, it's very difficult to find someone to come in to work. Mm -hmm. um, so, but yeah, like, you know, I did know the guys that were a little bit depressed things didn't go well for them. Mm -hmm. And and you know what, maybe you're right. The, the staying inside, working during the daytime, that nighttime, that's when you're out and nothing is there, not like seeing yeah. the sun. I think that is not the seeing thing. the sun, your friends' schedules aren't the same as yours. Yeah, just I can one hundred percent see how it's depressing. Yeah. Okay. So the fourth one. You ready for this one? Yep. Adding this one a little bit I, I think I, I it's home a little. Yeah. yeah, is uh, paranoia. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, so th this one's interesting because I am like like what you were saying. Like you look everyone up and down. Like I do too. I'm not checking people out to like look at them. No, nope. I'm checking them out to. I am literally scaling them if I can beat them up or not. And my girlfriend hates this. Yeah, because like I ask all the time like meeting people like could I beat them up like why do you always ask that I'm like that's how my brain is. my brain literally goes hey man be prepared for what to fight to fight who be prepared for what to fight why just be prepared like yeah. I my brain thinks everyone wants to fight all the time yeah I have no idea why I this is the biggest thing I wish I could turn off but I can't I I stare everyone down, and it is, it's weird. So I do it too, and I think, for me, is I think that's, you know what, like, in my time, I have, I've had people attacking me from behind. Mm -hmm. From behind, from the front, side, 
just as you're walking by, I've had them like grab me, try to shove you. Yeah, like with with zero sign that anything was going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah. Now I kind of like when I if some if I'm walking down the street, like I'll give myself a little bit of distance between. I give myself distance if I have anything in my hand. It goes in my pockets. Yeah. And my hands will literally be ready to grab block. I wonder what they're gonna do, how they're gonna grab me. Have keto what, throw. I might have keto throw. Yeah. I might keep some rose petals in my pockets or some flower petals in my pockets and throw it at them as a distraction. Like there are several <laughs> things that go through my mind of what they're gonna do, what I can do, and to be prepared and try and be steps ahead of what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And my brain makes up hundreds of different scenarios. Yes, I know I know exactly. In that split second. If I ever see someone walk up to me and their hands are in their pockets, so many things yeah. go through my mind. Yeah. It's not good. I get it that at all it's not good. But no. I and again that, that, might have something. that gives me the anxiety of everyone wants to fight me for some reason. Yeah. I can mm-hmm. think this a hundred pound thirteen year old kid is gonna fight me for some reason. No idea why. I have zero need to worry, but my brain tells me to get ready. Yeah, I get that. Um, you know what the thing is for me as well is if I see a big group of people. Yeah. If I see a big group of people, I will like walk well around them because mm-hmm. I, I guess I do have a little bit of paranoia that they might do something or like you know like to come rob me or yeah. something beat me up might recognize me from mm-hmm. from back in the day to like take revenge or something yeah. that happened I don't know like you know those types of things okay. your mind plays 100 different scenarios in a split second yeah yeah like, I don't I don't think I've ever seen anyone that like maybe I've had an altercation with outside I've never seen them I haven't in 15 years you haven't? no yeah same I've, I've had it when I first started and like things were way different and you were like kicking the shit out of people all the time yeah um, me and a couple of buddies saw a couple of guys at Fairview Mall and we pretty much had a fight out in the parking lot and kicked the shit out of them again yeah but it was the same sort of thing of just like in public oh fuck there they are oh fuck do they recognize me uh, what's gonna happen now and if they do recognize you they're not gonna say anything yeah. Or they kind of give you a nod of it. Hey, yeah. I recognize yeah. you, but... You tagged me. Yeah. Or it's like, hey, man. I'm a little embarrassed, but... I recognize you. Sorry. Embarrassed not. Yeah. And that's... You know, that, that part's okay. <laughs> but yeah, like, you... Don't lose that paranoia. And also, being paranoid is lack of sleep. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just not just from, like, being a bouncer. Like, that's for anybody... People who, who suffer from sleep deprivation yeah. are paranoid about everything. This is not something good, but we, we're doing it kind of on purpose to ourselves. Okay. And if, yeah. And again, that adds with the anxiety of everything. Yeah. Um, the next one is one that I, I doesn't doesn't hit home for me, but I'm sure it happens. Uh, the last one is suicidal thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it builds in with the depression of it. Um, I can't say I've ever had any, but for sure, not it. Um, I don't think that's a big one for most security. 
especially with how close a lot of us are. Um, I would definitely like to hope that if any of my friends ever had those thoughts, that I want them to know they could reach out to me Same. and figure this out before um, acting on any of those thoughts. 100%. It's very, very important. You know, like, I, I've, I've had some friends talk to me about mm, it before. For sure. yeah. uh, you know, at the time, you don't really know what to say, but obviously you're just being supportive mm-hmm. and saying that you're there and you can help them out. Yeah. And sometimes they just need to get things off their chest. Yeah. And for them just to have someone sit there and be able to listen, non-judgmental, such a, a huge help for them. Yeah. That's true. One of my outlets of, of when I ask something on my mind is to talk to you. Yep. And it really helps. Yeah. I know, like, I've had some bad times in life, and uh, it's just talking to you about it mm-hmm. made it a lot easier. Same. Like, when we, last year when we went to the gym all the time, that was our, another out for us. Yeah. But while working out was being able to talk to each other about everything going on. Yeah. And we still do that, not as much with where our lives are going right now, but I know I always have you to talk with and talk things through. Yeah. And you always have me, so everyone else can always come to either one of us about anything. I don't think there's anything I would rather not sit there and talk with through someone if they feel they can't do that. Yeah, like I definitely try to reach out as many people as I can, like any of our friends, so they know that I'm always there. Yeah. I might not always be available, but you can always message me or call me and I'll go pick up my phone. 100%. If, if someone sent me that message of, I need to talk with you, I will rearrange the fucking world yeah. if they need to talk. Yeah, definitely. So, those are those are the main things of, of sleep deprivation. Yeah. And those, I know all those things are very much huge mm-hmm. in being a bouncer and being up late at night. Yeah, and they, they all play into each other. If you have one, it's probably going to lead to the other ones and work its way into a big giant circle of everything. Yeah. And it's definitely something to be mindful of starting a career in security. Yeah. That these are some of the downsides to it. And you know, there are things that people don't talk about. No. No, not at all. Which is interesting. So, like, yeah, we don't talk about them, but they are there. I know, like, a big thing about it, um, about being sleep deprived and working all the time, is another thing called micro sleep. Mm-hmm. You know what that is? No. So, when you're sleep deprived, you do something called micro sleep. So, it's during these episodes of having micro sleep, mm-hmm. you fall asleep for like a few, several seconds without realizing it. Yeah. Um, or, like, you'll just forget times. Of things that oh, happen, yeah, because you, you your brain basically turns off and gets that those few seconds when it can when you're doing those um, little monotonous tasks that it it knows it can do literally while you're asleep. Yeah, so micro sleeping, yeah, you, you you do it when your body thinks that it doesn't need to be awake. Mm-hmm. So it's extremely dangerous because uh, it does happen sometimes for people while they're sleeping. Or while they're driving, yeah. they will sleep and not realize it, and then they come back and like, oh, like, I'm driving. <laughs> this is I, I've I'm had driving. that a few times where I'm driving and I literally, I blink, and I am 
20, 30, 40 minutes down the road, and I have no recollection of driving that, yeah. that distance. Yeah, you know, that's happened to me before too. I know I was going on a long trip, and I swear half of the trip, like, we were, I forget where we were going, but like it was far, it's probably like four or five hours away, and I don't remember most of it. Yeah. I can't tell you what happened, you know, where I was. Yeah. I just kind of came to, at some point, I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> I'm, I think I fell asleep, so something happened there. Yeah, I've, I've done it more times than I'd like to admit when I drive back home. Yeah, and it's like I finished late at night. It's like eleven o'clock. I've worked all day, and then I'm driving five and a half hours up north. Yeah, at night, back roads. My brain turns off, and I go, "Oh shit, I got to turn here now." And I don't remember the last forty minutes. Yeah, at all. So I know. Yeah, doing all those late nights. That is a thing that I do have as well. Like I will. Sometimes I don't realize it, it'll be out and then I'll, I'll wake up. Like you messaged me yesterday and I was like, I, I read it and then like, I think I passed out for a second and then I woke back up and then responded back. Well, I did the same thing of, I was passing out. I messaged, passed out, woke up, message, passed out, woke up within minutes. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't even that late. I think it was around like 8.30. It was 9.30, but... Yeah. Somewhere in there. Like, yeah. in that time, like, it wasn't, like... It wasn't, like, 2, 3 in the morning. No. It was, like, still, like, a decent time. Yeah. But it just was It wasn't a thing. Yeah. I, would, my, I was just mentally exhausted at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So... So, you know what? This is a, a, a good chat we've had about, you know, some of the problems that people might have. Mm-hmm. Um, things to look out for and things to keep an eye on. Yeah, you know, there's, there's lots of other things as well that we haven't, we haven't had a chance to talk about, but we will get to them in a future episode. But, like, people also, like, hallucinate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I know yeah. that's happened. You know, like, you think something happened. You know how hard it is to, like, uh, write a report when you don't fully remember what happened? Because, like, it happened, and then, like, your brain forgets. All the time. And you write a report about well, it after. That's when it's usually, like, you just copy off whatever else did. Hey man, let me see your report. Yeah, at that uh, point, it's the blind leading the blind. Like, yeah. You didn't really see it, I didn't really <laughs> see it, but writing something. Yeah. Uh, for some of those, we just didn't write reports. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that too, that actually happened a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as long as someone did a report, yeah, that's good. I'll be harassed. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, anything else you want to say about Sonic? No, I think that we covered it very well. Yeah, you know, I think it, I think it's very important to know that being secure, you're not just standing there making your millions of dollars that people think we make. <laughs> yeah, but like it's also like the problems, there are downsides to it. Yeah, yeah, and these are like all mental health issues that you doing it for so many years, like it doesn't go away. I know some other guys are a little bit older that still are doing it mm-hmm. and they have all of these things 100% it doesn't go away it doesn't go away and it's not something you should ignore no with that being said you know that's everything I got for this week so thank you for being my co-host thank you for for co-hosting with me it's and good to see you again it's always a pleasure and I uh, want to thank you guys for tuning in just thank you guys and uh, have a good night we'll talk to you next time see you guys yeah.